Welcome to Mint, the corner of where crypto meets the creator economy. My name is Adam Levy, and every Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be showing you how the creators of today are building the communities of tomorrow by harnessing the power of Web3. Before we kick off this episode, I wanted to recognize one of the NFT sponsors that's helping make Mint a reality. They are CyberConnect, a decentralized social graph protocol allowing users to own and control their social connections while providing a universal data layer backed by powerful social features to empower developers. Already with 150,000 users and 3 million connections, CyberConnect is the largest decentralized social graph supporting Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain, Near, and Solana with more coming soon. To learn more, visit cyberconnect.me and start connecting with everyone in Web3. Guys, welcome to the membership NFT party for CoinVise. Uh, Janiel and CoinVise team, guys, congratulations on a huge announcement, big launch, something that we've been entertaining, I guess, Janiel and I on the podcast since season one. Uh, yep. But now we're seeing it come to fruition. And not only that, we're seeing a lot of creators use free NFTs and membership NFTs as a way, as a new model, excuse me, to kind of build a community in crypto. So, First of all, congratulations. Rounds of applause. Woo! I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clap in my chest because I'm pacing in my thank room. You, thank you, everyone. It's, yeah, it's been very much rewarding. And um, yeah, NFT memberships, like to just to give everybody perspective, I've been talking to Adam since season one and Adam is on season six. Um, so that's how long we've been talking about it. And for, for the longest time, I've seen memberships as like sort of this identity, like, you know, network of people. Uh, more so than monetization, but I'm, it's, I was like really intrigued by like, you know, how communities are now using it more. And then uh, I think like sometime last year, I came across Guild and, and they started working on a lot of like interesting use cases and then just blew my mind and started to realize more and more that, you know, memberships are going to be important. How do we sort of create like a mechanism where creators or communities can can monetize as well as you know offer like some special benefits uh and still make it like very much interoperable so if you have a membership on you know a different platform it's all integrated so that's sort of the approach we're taking um so yeah uh, we're very glad um it's finally out dude congratulations and i also see Reiki came in from guild and you guys announced Hello. yo yo Hello. what up gang, gang? <laughs> what's up guys What's going and, on? I'm Welcome. so. Well, first of all, I miss you. Second I miss of you all, too. <laughs> second of all, I'm. This makes me eternally happy that we could be of influence uh, to you, Janiel. Yes, <laughs> I. I mean, I saw your platform, and just the fact that it it made me feel like like a hacker again. What uh, was just so cool. So, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. So, Janiel, um, I want to start with. This first question, okay? Because in the, the last couple of years, we've seen the rise of token-based communities, but they've typically used fungible tokens. They've used ERC-20s as a way Correct. to bootstrap liquidity, as a way to align incentives, as a way to introduce really cool features like token gating. But now we're seeing the, the, the trend and narrative shift to more non-fungible tokens. Mm -hmm. um, why is that? What's going on? Yeah, so initially when we started out, we saw a lot of communities use like fungible tokens and that, that was like a really simple way to, you know, like it was almost like a 
representation of what we saw initially with governance and how like different kinds of platforms were distributing ownership. And so fungible tokens represented ownership largely. Um, and then the use cases sort of trickled down. But what became challenging was um, designing your token, uh, designing your token distribution over time. And then like, I, I guess the most difficult question was like, how does the token accrue value? Uh, and I, I feel like that was something more challenging uh, for communities to figure out. And um, I think platforms in this particular question excelled really, really well because they understood that what their value add was and the token was somewhat aligned and there was like a value accrual mechanism. Um, and, and some good examples of that was like ENS. Uh, we, we now saw Optimism. Now we've also seen like Axie Infinity. We've seen like different use cases of that. Uh, but with NFT memberships, uh, like I said, like I'm really intrigued by this idea of like communal identity. And it's a great way to start um, a community where you can almost assign like a really unique asset as an identity object to every single person uh, in your network. Uh, and essentially you're forming the social graph that not only like unlocks like, you know, access to the community itself or interactions, it, it unlocks so much more. And, and the fact that we can enable this in a way where you can configure your own sort of like unlock mechanisms and value accrual is sort of built into it, that was like just really fascinating. So we decided to build memberships next uh, as a way where either you can start your community with an NFT membership and you can start distributing it as a reward or you can start with a fungible token. Or you can do it both and, and sort of, you know, figure out like what works best for you. I can get more into that, but we wanted to give that level of optionality that you can start communities uh, with a membership um, and use other platforms as well, or like do it with a fungible token. So, um, yeah, it's really like Lego blocks where, which you can mix and match to build like your own like sort of workflow that fits best to you, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I think the coolest part about CoinVise is some of the biggest and baddest Web3 communities got started on CoinVise, specifically with your token minting feature. Um, mm -hmm. There's too many to count. Who are some of the more notable ones? I guess RAC was initially like, I, I, I guess RAC was like initially using airdrops and token distributions. That was pretty cool to have, at least in the beginning. Um, but Forefront and Global Coin Research were like the two like very, very early users. And um, you know, those were the people like I literally wrote the smart contract for Joyce from Global Coin Research, and then I deployed it myself. And then we ended up building it like a week later, like a token minting tool. Um, because at that time, there were like a bunch of websites that allowed you to create like a fungible token, but they were all like very much like hackathon grade websites or or maybe just like websites that were like too difficult to understand. I wanted to give like a very like hilariously simple experience for people to like create a token and and start using it right away uh, and it was like two clicks away so connect wallet fill in the information and click submit that's literally it no like nothing like you know above and beyond that so i guess like gcr and forefront like really helped us like blow up the minting thing and even today like our most used feature is token minting um, and then airdrops comes like as a close second uh, but yeah, that was pretty, pretty cool. So I do think that's cool because I'm a part of both of those communities and they're epic communities and the tools that you guys have built mm -hmm. out have really enabled the formation of like random people to meet and congregate online. Um, I think that's, mm -hmm. that's the beauty of Web3. You know, from, from my point of view, when we initially talked about 
uh, NFT memberships around season one, Janiel. It really got me thinking. <laughs> I'm a creator myself. Mint is about a podcast for creator, the Web3 creator economy, right? And mm-hmm. I've been giving out these free, I guess you could call them membership NFTs. I call them pins. You can call them whatever okay. you want as a way to build unity and build community as a way to give back to my community for listening right. and being a part of the podcast. And I think the, the fact that you guys built this feature out, it's been such a manual process for me. And I know that this new feature that you guys put together is going to help make that more seamless and more accessible <laughs> to everyone else. I want to ask you, like, how do you think about the difference between free membership NFTs and ones that people pay for? What does that look like? Yeah, that's an excellent question. And and by the way, you can do both. You can keep it free on Coinwise or you can keep it paid if you wanted to do. Uh, but I guess free membership NFTs is, is more of like uh, a way to like distribute rewards for people that are already contributors. Because, you know, like we talked about this is like when you're building a community, like and you're sort of thinking about creating memberships, you should already have like a strong like set of people that are like really, really excited about what you're doing. Right. Like that's what like makes it makes these communities really magical is that small number of people get really excited about this one thing. Um, So when you get to that particular point, you can reward those people that were there regardless of the incentives, right? Like they were just there because they they wanted to be there. So I I guess like in those cases, in in your example, if, if, you know, people listen to your podcast and they, they, you know, like have been supporting you even like without any like real like any web tree sort of functionality now it makes sense for you to like reward them for their support and then then you can expand into it and figure out who your like closest most like top supporters are uh, and then optimize the experience for them yeah i think another cool part about uh building a community around an nft versus an erc20 a more fungible token is there's like this psychological effect of someone understanding what a ticket is and a ticket into something a ticket sure. that doesn't necessarily like fluctuate the way, let's say, I don't know, ERC twenties may fluctuate. And the way, the reason why I say that is like the first community, paid community that came to mind, one that did it successfully using NFTs as a way to build a foundation for something was Developer DAO. And if you notice, Developer right. DAO introduced a membership NFT as a way to let people in their early, early access into the communities to build a, a, a group of developers globally. And then once they issued the membership NFT, this non-fungible token, then they introduced the ERC-20 as a way to, 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 to kind of tie in governance and more incentives into their community. That's sort of like the model that I'm seeing as to how creators are using these tools to build a community. Are you seeing something similar or what am I missing here? Oh, no, absolutely. Even Bankless had, had memberships. And uh, developer DAO is a good example. Who was the the recent one? Chaos, right? Chaos did chaos. Pretty, yeah, they they did a, an amazing job um, with membership NFC. I'm curious, like proof, uh, also proof, rug radio. There's a ton of them. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm curious, like uh, like this might be a quite a good question for Guild. They've been like uh, working on this uh, on membership management for so long. I guess what kind of like um, interesting use cases you guys have seen, uh, or like something that stood out uh, that that you know like yeah any communities that stand out for you guys i think i would like one of the most interesting that i've seen is i would also shout out rac because like he's a he's an og with social tokens he's one of the first artists to tokenize himself and 
he had the idea to have like ranges of token holders within the community and that gives like a very deep nice segmentation of of the community and segmentation only in the sense that do you have like 50 of my tokens or do you have 200 and that's mm-hmm. that's a difference of like longevity and also kind of like a monetary support how hardcore of a fan are you and he also combined these with non-fungible tokens and i think this gave a very, very nice depth to his communities. But I'm very much looking forward to more of the, like, what else can you do with these? What other platform can you get access to with your NFT? What what other utility you have for the community for these membership NFTs? And that that's what we're focusing on right now is, like, the cross-platform permissioning, in a sense. Yeah. I, I, I'm so, so excited about it because it's nice to gain access to a chat group, but that only goes so far. And we've seen in this cycle that it goes to an extent, but then what else do you do with that? And I'm so, so pumped to be working on it right now. We're going to have a release soon. So stay tuned. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I see you. Janiel, I also want to talk to you about uh, incentivization and liquidity around uh, nft memberships because Mm -hmm. i think one of the most interesting value adds that fungible tokens have is the liquidity pool that are kind of present uh when somebody creates a pair on uniswap where they do the token and ethereum as a way to you know allow people to bind at any time anywhere with nfts it's a little bit different right you you Mm -hmm. you have the floors as what people like to say as a way to kind of like buy in but how do you introduce liquidity beyond the initial pass like what 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 are you seeing and what are some strategies you'd recommend for creators to explore yeah i'm really like interested in seeing like a continuous liquidity generation over like you know like traditional liquidity with fungible tokens on uniswap feels a lot like renting so um i'm fascinated by this idea that how do you do this sustainably in a continuous way and people are gonna hate me for bringing this up but uh, for the 1,000th time, Nounced out did a really good job, right? I think it's like a really good example of like how they've done like continuous NFT auctions. Um, so I, I, I guess like that's what I'm most like, you know, secretly excited about uh, with like NFT memberships on CoinWise is how can we natively build this into the workflow that communities can have like just recurring and continuous um, ways to like generate liquidity. And, and that can be a partly like what kind of value add does your community provide and how can you do that on a recurring basis? This was very similar to like, you know, REC was a good example. Now that we're talking about him was he had his Patreon. You can literally go right now. You can go to patreon.com slash REC. And he had a really like strong community there where he used to give access to like some of his music and some of his work and it was just early drops as a service but he did it again and again and again and even outside for like just personal creators or communities i think it's a very good way to start is i guess start with an invite only group of people figure out what your value added is and still slowly start like giving out membership to people for for some kind of like I guess it could just be an access to a social club, but it could sometimes also be like a product um, or some kind of like a service that, you know, they're providing. Um, so yeah, continuous liquidity generation, NFT auctions, uh, what Nounsta is doing is just absolutely beautiful. So is the way to just like fork announce now, you know, someone that comes to mind is Logan Paul with 99 originals yeah. and how he essentially forked the nine, the announced uh, model and I think he has about 750 ETH in his treasury. 
that's allocated right. towards soon to be 99 people that will manage the DAO. Um, by show of hands, have you guys heard of Logan Paul's Nouns DAO? I'm curious to see if I'm just like talking in thin air. I wonder if that, I don't know if that really hit like the, the traditional like NFT crowd. I know a lot of people like give them a hard time, uh, mm -hmm. but I think it's actually a really innovative concept to introduce. Um, and I feel like you can just sell anything at this point. It's, it's wild. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, it needs to be like very evident. So I guess like on a very baseline level, if you're doing like a membership or even a fungible token, people should know what it stands for or what it ends up being is like a lot of speculation and confusion. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. So I guess like it's very important to have that clarity um, as to like what it stands for in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I guess like Logan Paul is his like sort of audience and presence might play into the factor i'm curious like if how that like model will work if somebody else would have forked it have you seen like any other forks that have done like a similar model uh, of like continuous nft auctions or maybe like even royalties um no i mean the only the only thing i can think about is creators just using additions as a way to you know, introduce, like, introduce distribution to introduce and yeah. get more people to join their community. Um, the one that comes to mind is someone like Daniel Allen, for example, um, sure. who uses, like, uh, additions to kind of mint multiple uh, music NFTs at once, either through sound or whatever. And with that, the music reaches, like, a whole new audience, like the art itself, using the NFT as a tool, right? Mm -hmm. um, and people connect with that in a whole other way. You know what's also interesting? Music NFT... Uh, collectors they hold man like they hold yeah. and i don't and i'm not sure why they hold for so long i'm convinced it's because there's more to appreciate beyond just like a piece of art like a like a pfp like there's music there's a certain emotional connection to it so the way the way i see music nfts is that nfts are just a tool right mm -hmm. it's a tool that you can that you can duplicate across many 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 different mediums use cases etc and I think NFTs as memberships are the most prominent use cases because it's just like the most low-hanging, hang, non-threatening fruit that someone can kind of latch onto that feels very similar to the real world of joining a club of some sort, right? You, you either pay like an annual fee and it's on a reoccurring basis, but you get a pass, like you become a member of something. And yeah. they just emulate that feeling much more than any other fungible token, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's like very like simple to understand, but also at the same time, it's like very, very much like this sort of utopian, uh, the network state kind of a idea of like you know like building an economy and that economy has like just a bunch of like people with with just identity identifiers that um, that represent like what they've been doing. Um, so I'm like very very interested. I guess like this could be a very good time to like talk about what we're doing differently with Coinwise NFT memberships, yeah. how people can Love use that. it, and, and and how we're using Guild, uh, what we're trying to do with plugins. Um, so, so yeah, so uh, NFT memberships on Coinwise, you can uh, create it on Ethereum or Polygon. Um, it, there are uh, a fixed supply for now, uh, editions of NFTs uh, that you can you can create uh, for a particular price in ETH or Matic, um, and they're valid for a certain period of time. So you can define that time to be one month, three months, you know, one year, or or even lifetime, and you can you can renew it. So 
this is very similar to like a recurring revenue kind of a model that we've seen with you know subscriptions is you can let's say if the validity of the uh, nft itself is ending in three months you can choose to have it renewed so your members can renew it um, or you can just keep it one off where you know it's more like seasons of you know how communities iterate and evolve so so yeah so you define those criteria and then you can uh, define benefits of what that you know nft tier will unlock so those benefits could be access to media music uh, merchandise uh, community interactions on discord telegram uh, but we've also built something called plugins and plugins is where we're trying to like we're just like sort of the unique aspect of coinwise and plugins are just benefits that we have verified and built for you it's like almost like we've like packaged it and built it for you so you can use it out of the box and these are utilities that we've identified and are very much validated as a strong use case for how you should use your membership and this satisfies two things right it's like a very composable way where every membership tier can be unique in its own way as well as it's 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 very much um like you can define your tier with like let's say uh, token gating with guild xyz we're gonna work with gitcoin uh, to integrate public goods funding so you can say that all the revenue from this membership tier let's say two percent of it goes to public goods funding so we've verified like very validated ways to like provide utilities for the tier itself that you can just embed into it you can also embed an airdrop so you can say that whenever somebody purchases this tier they automatically get an airdrop so we've created like i think three plugins for now and uh, we're gonna introduce a plugin for events so we're gonna you know um integrate with a platform that does events really well uh, and then offer a way to like token get events so with these plugins you'll have like a way to like provide benefits in an accountable way because for the longest time when you purchased editions earlier there was no accountability right like six months 12 months down the line it was very difficult to see if you really got the value back when you invested in it uh, but in this case with plugins these are like verified ways where we can programmatically ensure that community members get get value through like discord token getting events um you know public goods funding um even splits yeah so i'm really really excited it's it's fairly fairly simple uh and and yeah it's live so anybody can use it janil have you ever seen a scenario where a community has wanted to shift from a fungible token to a non-fungible token and if so I mean, how does that work yeah i mean we've seen a lot of like communities in like the recent cohorts of seed club try like maybe just in almost entirely operate on nft memberships which is kind of a interesting like I still feel like they, they both play very much complementary to each other. So I, token minting fungible tokens will always stay on CoinWise because uh, NFT memberships and fungible tokens are very much complementary to each other. But a lot of recent Seed Club communities are starting purely with, with membership gating. I think they're using Guild and they're creating membership tiers. Either they launch, I guess, the new, like, or I guess the recent stack as they launch on Mirror and they create these mirror editions. They they start a Discord or a Telegram, and then it's sort of like the uniqueness sort of trickles down from there. Like depending on what kind of community they are, they use the platform. But yeah, we've seen a lot of them. They're still like very early. I mean, if you count down the number of mature communities, they're not that many, unless I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But 
yeah, it's going to be interesting to see like where they are like six months, 12 months down the line, if they are indeed like sort of long term. Um, yeah, communities. So I want to provide a quick like bullet list. When should somebody consider using an NFT, Janil? Um, yeah. And when they do consider it, what are some hurdles that they can expect maybe uh, kind of come through? Because we are still in the early days of Web3. And how do you recommend overcoming those hurdles? Yeah, so I guess like a good time for you to start membership is like memberships are, are an excellent bootstrapping uh, mechanism phase. So when you're starting a community or if you already have one, um, you should consider um, launching memberships. Um, unlike, you know, fungible tokens, um, this isn't as like challenging to figure out like what the distribution is or, you know, what kind of token design you want because NFTs are more like, I guess you can say that they have a lot more mainstream adoption or they're much more digestible uh, and memberships as like even even as a function has been around for a really long time so uh, i guess it's very like feels very native so you should start if you're starting a community it's a great way to you know bootstrap or kickstart uh, it can be a very good way to fundraise or monetize like i said so if a lot of communities tend to be underfunded they rely on grants I guess like the best way to fundraise is directly from your community. So uh, if that is indeed your goal, you should consider, you know, launching memberships and um, could be a good way for you guys to fundraise. Um, and then once you do that, and once you sort of have like a really good uh, monetization framework, um, you can consider maybe like more sophisticated um, ways to like see like what kind of governance do you guys want and how do you allocate your treasury, um, diversify, which is, you know, which which is gonna come maybe later, um, but yeah, that's that's I guess uh, the best time to start. What was yeah, the other a, question? No, I guess like that that's a great time to start. And when someone gets started, are there any hurdles that they m may come across because we're just so early into crypto and so early into NFTs that maybe Coinvise helps like I guess like narrow down, minimize using the tools that you've built and whatnot. Yeah, I think like one of the hurdles that, you know, most communities always tend to have is like growth is very simple, but retention is really, really difficult. I guess the one like hurdle that I guess everybody has today is like, how do you retain members? Uh, and more importantly, how many of these people are participating? Um, so for CoinWise, like if people, you know, asked us like, what kind of problem are you solving? Um, I guess participation is something that is very, very core to all of our tooling is how do we uh, increase and even retain participation within like a community and membership is a great way to figure out who um, sort of from your audience uh, truly supports you uh, and truly values sort of what you're trying to offer. Um, and I guess like that can be a hurdle to figure out is like what, what is sort of our value add as a community and uh, I guess like plugins that, you know, come out of the box are a great way because we sort of, um, you know, build utilities for you that you can add in like a few clicks. Um, and it's a way for you to even like transport your membership to other platforms and use it elsewhere if you wanted to. So uh, we've sort of made it so simple to like take your membership with you wherever you go um, and, and compose like, you know, using a lot of different like uh, utilities like out of the box, I think that like simplifies a lot of decision making because the less decisions you know you make or the more choices you have, it gets even more challenging. So um, yeah, it's definitely 
much much easier to like figure out like how you're gonna go about it and uh, and the workflow is a lot simpler yeah that makes a lot of sense i want to i want to open up the room to questions <clears throat> from the audience if anybody has any raise your hand ask away um Rekha, as we wait for people to to kind of raise their hand what are you seeing at guild be more favorable are you seeing more nft based communities or more fungible communities that use erc20s what are you seeing NFTs, hands down. I see the trend of ERC20s rise. I think that was like last year and early this year. And throughout from spring till, wait, I lost timeline. Anyway, for the next past like six months, um, people have been very wary of token issuance. I think that might be of security reasons and also the liquidity is a gigantic headache. That is not the case with NFTs. And they also you know, have a picture with them that you can look at or have some artwork, have some metadata. So it more directs people towards identity, which we and Jenny, you also talked about is super important in communities. And I've seen those like most of most communities using us, they have NFTs and they're also super easy to launch with tools like CoinWise. And, you know, if if you have a smart contract person on hand, it, people could have do it. People could do it before. It was harder, but I see NFTs as a gigantic trend and I wholeheartedly agree that a lot of communities don't have the token economics and liquidity providing and like legal side to them to figure out the whole ERC20 scenario and what is a legal issue and what is not. And NFTs are like great for solving that. Yeah, I think this is awesome. I think this was really great. Amazing. Congratulations on the launch. Congratulations on the new features. Um, I'm super stoked to be trying them out myself. And uh, yeah, guys, thanks for, for coming out. Um, until next time. Thank you, man. As always, appreciate you, everything you've done for us. And thank you, Guilds. Thank you, everybody that showed up. It means so much to us. Please go check it out. Uh, if you have any feedback, my DMs are open. Always feel free to message me. We're here to help as you know as, in the best way possible so yeah really appreciate everybody joining in and and yeah can't wait to, to share like a lot more updates if you've gotten this far you are a champ and i want to say thank you by giving you a free nft you can claim yours by going to adamlevy.io forward slash nft fill out the steps and you'll be good to go and finally please like subscribe leave a review follow the podcast wherever you're listening show that support it really helps the podcast out thank you so much for listening i'll see you next time